Virgo week. And this week on the Sovereign Women Movement Show, we're going to be talking about healing the toxic femininity. Satnam and welcome. I am Jathira Jitkwar, and I help overachieving women <clears throat> heal their inner child, rewire their subconscious program so that they can clear ancestral karmic cycles. And this is our movement. Satnam, beautiful goddesses, welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast. Thank you all so much for being here. If you're catching us a replay on Google Podcasts, on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you're listening and tuning in from, just want to say a huge thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing with other beautiful goddesses. Thank you for those that have left comments. Christina, God morning, catching us here live. Thank you so much for your ratings. I highly, highly appreciate it. For any of you that have not left any ratings, please go to the Apple Podcasts or go to the uh, Spotify and subscribe and share with the community. We're growing a community of beautiful goddesses that are not bypassing their own healing, that are basically rewiring their inner child programming so that they could truly live sovereign lives. So I just wanna say thank you. And also for those catching us here live, God morning, beautiful goddesses, how are you? Again, Christina, God morning. Adrian, how are you? Happy Monday. How are you feeling today? How is your weekend? It is very, uh, a lot of the uh, energy of maybe even a little bit of release, hopefully. There, uh, Saturday was the 20th, right? Saturday, we Mercury finally went direct. But there is still a two-week shadow period where Mercury still, it's kind of like the cleanup part of Mercury that allows us to really review and, and look at what, where we were stuck, where we had challenges. So many ways that Mercury retrograde showed up, showed up during its retro, retrograde season, you're seeing there's a lot of technology mishaps. There was, look at all the things that are happening in Texas with the people having electricity bills of like $10,000, which by the way, prayers go out to Texas. There's something deep about what's happening over there that I feel that is very manipulated, manipulated and so many prayers to anybody who may be suffering right now through that, through that um, very tragic experience that they're going through. But uh, these are kind of the things that Mercury does. It just, uh, a lot of things break down and uh, it gives us an opportunity to review and to look at really what we're birthing. Because one of the things we've been talking about last week, we were talking about trust, you know? And I think it's really been difficult for us to trust ourselves in our new life. You know, it's only been two months, but very fast two months in this new 2021. And it has been uh, very difficult to just move forward. And a lot of it is because these are the first two months of the year that are going to be the most tumultuous, where you're going to see a lot of incredible energy that we haven't seen in hundreds and hundreds of years. You know, there were like six signs, six planets, I'm sorry, in the sign of Aquarius. So everything is like pushing us forward pushing us to the future this morning we had 4 30 a.m sadna inside of our community and i was explaining to them that this full moon in virgo virgo is very much conscious about our health and our body and grounding ourselves that this full moon is allowing us to really become aware of what mercury had as a review as well as relationships you know this entire month at satori wellness and spirituality we have been focused on work on specific energy work 
to co-create sacred relationships because the entire month of February, there was this uh, dance with Venus, which is the planet of relationships of, of not just romantic, but the relationship you have with yourself, the relationship you have with the uh, business. And <clears throat> when in Aquarius, it can create a lot of tension because it's taking us to the future, yet the triggers from the past are coming up a lot, tenfold. That's why you're seeing so many people dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression. It's, it's these inner child wounds that we haven't dealt with. And on the 25th, which is right around the corner, Venus is finally going to move out of Aquarius and into the sign of Pisces, which in the sign of Pisces they actually are like friends. They like to hang out together and Pisces is emotional. So it should allow us to really lift the pressure on relationships, especially because Mercury is going to be going, it went direct already. So the communication should be getting a lot easier. So you've been having a lot of issues with communication problems with your relationships, especially you should start feeling that start to release itself. Now, the full moon is on the 27th. And I was explaining this morning in our sadhana, which by the way, as a member of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, when I teach my classes, I give you a full energy update of what's happening in this cosmos, how to prepare for the week. Even within our Wednesday class, you get a very full update as to how to use this energy to your advantage. Because here's the thing, there's always a, there's a high frequency and low frequency energy to all the cosmic energy. Just like there's only two real emotions in this world, fear and love. We have free will. We get to decide how we experience this world. Astrology has become a science. It is a science. It's the oldest science that has ever existed in humanity. And for me, it's the science of understanding the energy of the cosmos so that I can use it to my advantage and use them, use specific meditations, specific kriyas to use the high frequency aspect of the energy. That's how you become an alchemist. That's how you are using the energy as an awareness, not letting it become something of a predictive future. You always have free will and you can always alchemize like a, or like a shaman, change the frequency of any energy. So astrology for me has become a foundation of understanding as above, so below, so that I can apply specific meditations to help me transcend the challenges. That's why it makes sense. Everything that astrology, share, uh, you know, as, as it relates to the cosmos, it, life starts to make sense. And so that's why this week you're going to start feeling with the full moon in Virgo. It is uh, very much body oriented health detoxification. You're also going to start feeling a little bit uh, more clarity. We're still working with the energies of Uranus. And remember, we're talking about that last week. If you haven't caught uh, the podcast episodes, you can catch the replays. <clears throat> but Uranus has uh, created the square with Saturn that only happens every 22 years. Uranus is going to be the main player of all of 2021. And Uranus is all about breakthroughs, rebellious truth coming out, which is a lot of what we're going to talk about today. And because of that, this influence of the Virgo moon is actually very prosperous and abundant and full of opportunity for, for us to download the breakthroughs, to move forward finally leaving behind the tension of the February energy, which was intense, you know, six planets in Aquarius. We had all of this rebellious energy with Saturn finally meeting Uranus and then the new moon cycle that we just passed that really was pushing us into the future, yet we were not trusting ourselves. 
That's why I've been talking a lot about trust, which you can talk, uh, check out on the podcast replays from last week. So the energy right now for the full moon is allowing us to close out chapters. And this is how I use the energies in my life. New moon, new beginnings. I set the intentions based on the energy, the cosmic energy, and, and based on your specific chart, because on your astrology chart, astrology chart there's specific uh, uh, points that uh, differentiate what you're experiencing within the cosmic energies, right? But new moon, new beginnings, full moon, which is going to be on Saturday, you're closing out. It's, it's closing out old chapters. You're using it to use this week to really build that momentum so that by the 27th, which is on Saturday, you are finished with anything that was undone in this cycle. And that's how you're able to catapult yourself into these bigger breakthroughs into using the cosmos for all aspects of your life, relationship, businesses. I don't know if y'all knew, but JP Morgan Chase, which I have not a lot of good opinions about him necessarily, which I shouldn't judge him, but definitely not somebody who I admire, but he was quoted as saying, millionaires don't use astrology, only billionaires do. That's what he was quoted as saying. It's just that they don't put themselves out there in mainstream and say that they use it. I mean, many of the presidents have been known to have an astrologer by their side. You know, uh, Reagan, his wife, he always had an astrologer that that basically guided her through her life. So this is very important science, right, that we can use. And more importantly, if you are equipped with the right meditations, the kundalini work that we do inside of Satori, the psychotherapy that works with the cosmos, you are living in high frequency, my friend. You are just not part of the fear mongering that is happening. You're not ignorant because you are delivering your dharma. You're delivering your life purpose. You're in service of others, right? So you're not ignorant, but you're not participating in the low frequency emotions of fear of doubt of not seeing the gift that the world truly is right of living in complete compassion that is a sign of sovereignty so that's why we do the inner work and that's how we use the astrology to our gains now this week we're going to be talking about something that is very uh, important to talk about because i've been seeing so much this uranus energy has been bringing out the true colors it's been bringing out the truth in people it has been bringing out shocking truths, uh, people that you thought were a specific way or respectful in one manner. And now all of a sudden you are like, whoa, and it's not judgmental. It's just awareness. Right. And a lot of it has to do with women. And this has been kind of been in me. I've been wanting to talk about it. But last week, there were a series of events that happened that I knew that this week we needed to talk about. And what I'm referring to is the toxic feminine, being a toxica. That's a, a Spanish term for a, a Latin woman who's pretty much crazy, a Latina who's crazy and who's constantly going from relationship to relationship because she's just very toxic, right? And she's manipulative. And um, that is a very similar to what the divine feminine is. Now, let me just preface this because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're going to be talking about the three biggest parts of being a toxica, a toxic divine feminine, and how to heal them. We're going to be separating into three specific ways we do that as women. Today, we're going to talk about how toxicas or the toxic femininity uses their sexual energy for the purpose of manipulation. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about 
the toxic femininity as it relates to hustler and competition. And then on Wednesday, we're gonna talk about uh, toxic femininity as it relates to other women and, and how we treat other women. And then on Friday, Lizzie will come with me and, and join me and we're gonna talk about it all as a, in a nutshell. But uh, let me preface by saying that the only reason that I can talk about these things is because I myself have been there. So may the things that you hear today not trigger you, but instead bring awareness so you have a pathway to clear yourself from this toxicity. You cannot teach what you yourself have not experienced. And because I've been through what I'm gonna be sharing with you all today, I have a lot of compassion for what happens and why women become toxic in their femininity. Yet it's time that it stops and it needs to stop very quickly. And it needs to stop with you. It needs to stop with me because it is destructive. And we are living in the age of Aquarius where Uranus, there are eyes everywhere. Karma is due. Uranus is gonna tell the truth and your true colors will be shown. Your intentions, you know, those fake gurus and fake spiritual people and all these fake meditators, if you're not doing the inner work and you're pretending, it's gonna show. And that's what's happening right now. And as it relates to women, we are the only ones that can heal this land and this world. And it's not gonna happen if we're still in our toxic ways. If we're still allowing that wounded inner little girl to seek attention, to want to be seen because she herself doesn't know her own self-worth. And that's what we're gonna be talking about this week. So allow yourself to surrender to what we're gonna discuss. And I would love to hear what your opinions are because I'm seeing this more and more and it's very important that we bring it to the light. So first and foremost, we're gonna be talking about, and Rukia says vital to speak about. Thank you, sister. Thank you so much for the, uh, for the affirmation, for the, um, for the space to be able to talk about these things. So the first thing we're gonna talk about is women and how toxicity, when we are in toxic femininity, how we use our sexual power to manipulate and control. And I wanna talk about this because when I was in Vegas, this actually came up and it began a series of events that last week just led for me to really understand that I needed to speak about this. So we were in Vegas, you know, one of the things now that I don't drink alcohol, I actually can sense and I can see when I walk into a bar or when I walk into a place where people are drinking a lot of alcohol, I can actually see spirits waiting to jump into bodies. That's what happens when you are completely drunk. There are spirits that are waiting around that are waiting to jump into the bodies of other human beings and they do this to take a ride right you ever wonder why people get really really wasted you know they're not themselves and it happened to me that's why i stopped drinking especially with doing kundalini work it's impossible to 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 be able to be in those two vibrations because you're so open to the energies that you can feel it and you can sense it so now i i was able to actually see it right and I truly believe that there are women in this world that absolutely enjoy and love sex. And I believe that sexual 
work should be legal. If you truly enjoy it and that's what you're here to do, then go for it, right? And I believe in ancient times, it was way more accepted and we had great goddesses that taught us the true essence of that, right? But there, we gotta be honest and, and we have to really admit that most women that are in sexual work, if whether that's in porn or some type of sexual work, they're not doing it because they love it. They're doing it because they're broken. You know, there's sexual abuse, especially. There's some type of trauma and they're, they're doing it to fill the voids, right? And I was actually able to experience that and I'm able to experience that many times in Vegas specifically because I don't know if you guys, you remember going to Vegas, you know, on the strip, there's women that walk and you're allowed to take pictures with them and things of that nature, right? And there, were a, there was a group of women that kind of, uh, they wanted me to take a picture of them <clears throat> with, uh, with uh, a, a couple. There was a husband and a wife that wanted to take a picture with them and they just needed a photographer. So they asked me and the women actually came off really cool, high energy. They were not, they were wearing like pasties and like these big, beautiful things. And they, they actually looked like they were having a good time with what they were doing. So I, I, the energy was very like high vibe, positive. I was like, these chicks are just having a good time. You know, that's cool. You know what they're doing and that's what they love to do. Right. So I took a picture, kept walking, kept walking. And uh, there was another, there was another set of girls that wanted pictures as well. Now this woman, she was not even in her body. Like she, you, uh, she wasn't obviously drunk. She either was on something or she definitely was not in her body. And the way she was like hollering at people and disrespectful, same type of dress, but completely two different women, completely two different women. And that is unfortunately, sadly, a lot of the times when you do go to Vegas and women are, are awesome and then they drink too much or they're not in their bodies because of drugs, because of the trauma or things of that nature, then they lose all their character, right? And they lose and they become, I think sex is beautiful. You should be allowed if you're, if you're not in a, a committed relationship, you do whatever the hell you want, right? But understand that having sex with someone, you literally are exchanging energies and then you are then becoming one, three people. And then that energy sticks to you. And for women, those energy sticks to us unless we actually do specific meditation Kriya work to remove that energy from us because those other encounters, you know, they carry very, they carry spirits themselves, right? So you literally could become possessed through that sexual encounter if you yourself are not careful with who you are sharing your body with, right? But this woman completely demonstrated the, the, the hurt inner child promiscuity of not respecting your body uh, just not in her body and just lost and I had a lot of compassion for her and I thought I hope more and more women are awakening from this and when we went out in the nighttime it was very different we didn't actually go to like a club because they were not open or anything but we went out to a restaurant and I didn't I saw a lot of beautiful women respectful things of that nature very few that were falling on the floor getting drunk a few um, in the casino and things of that nature but just very hyper aware 
of how uh, Vegas and remembering how it can really open that up and, and especially as it relates to alcohol. And, and I think there's a lot of people that can drink alcohol, but the spirits will not attach to them because they're still, they're drinking for, to have fun. They're drinking, you know, even, um, you know, uh, Shiva, for example, he used to smoke cannabis and it wouldn't affect them. Uh, Ram does his teacher, Hasharami, I'm not even saying his name right. Uh, he took like 15 tabs of LSD. He was a guru, a master, and it didn't affect him. It, doesn't, it didn't affect him at all, the alcohol or the uh, drugs. And the reason is because these people are in their sadnam. And I don't think that everybody who drinks alcohol becomes possessed. I'm talking about the people that drink alcohol to escape and run away, which is what I used to do, and to numb themselves. Because when you run away from the body, then you open up the channels for other entities to come in. That's what I'm talking about. And and heavy drugs, you know, like those drugs, like meth and those pills, all those different things that are out on the street. I know so many people are dealing with addiction right now. It's so sad. It literally, it becomes a possession. This, the, there's an addiction uh, facet of it, of the brain not working, functioning correctly. And uh, through inner work meditation, which is what I did, able to repair it from addiction. But there's a spiritual component as well of, of possession, of, of, of uh, spirits being able to move into the, the body because the human being doesn't live in it, doesn't want to live in it because of the trauma. So there's anybody who's in addiction, there's compassion that's needed right there. And, and, and understanding that we got a brain dysfunction and we also have a spiritual problem that we need to address, right? And, and so it's very important for us to become aware of these things. And last week, it was like all these things to talk about it. And then I saw this event unfold last week where somebody, a woman was accusing a man of seducing her basically in a way where I was like, I can't believe it because this man is somebody who I respected and who I saw as, as a leader, as a spiritual teacher and you know these things have been happening so much lately that I was like wow I can't believe it but thankfully these two human beings are alive so I was able to watch it all unfold I watched her accuse which was so shady and weird and just like no substance no groundedness and then I saw the man replied back and he had evidence on how the fact was that this woman is really just not grounded and is not has manipulated men in the past as well. And one of the things that he said that really brought me to, to thinking about how I am in my relationship and to always remember to pray for your husbands, ladies, is he said that his wife always prays for him. And that, you know, these things were happening that were very, there was so much turmoil. And, and really what was happening is this woman probably uses her sexuality in the past too and has always won her way through sexuality and guess what somebody said no to her and that person also had evidence about it and put it out and this person got put on blast you know and and that I'm to me because I I trusted this woman as well I couldn't believe that these things were coming that this was happening you know and I felt so much compassion for the man and thinking if my husband had to go through something like that and for his wife, you know, for his wife to have to put up with this fucking bullshit, right? And it was just that whole thing of women using their sexuality to manipulate men. And that's not going to work anymore at all. 
because Mother Earth, Mary Magdalene, Isis, they didn't do that, ladies. They didn't chase a man and they did not manipulate through sex. They understood that sex was an incredible, beautiful act. You know, this month we worked on healing our sexual energy at Satori. All of us need it. Whether you are a toxica that is going after unavailable men that are married, because there are, I understand there's a lot of open type of relationships, polyamorous, and that's okay as long as everybody's in agreement. But ladies, it doesn't matter what your heart says. You had a dream about him. You saw him somewhere. If that man is married, don't talk to a married man. Don't just don't, don't fool yourself into that inner child saying, oh, he wants me. He's not happy. Those, those are, of course, they're married. They're going to have issues, you know, with their relationship. It is always going to be your fault. There was this lady who I was talking about how her problem, she's had issues with um, her last relationships. They've been really, really bad. And I asked her, well, tell me a little bit about the relationships. The last two relationships were both married men. She was the, she was the uh, only same common denominator. I was like, do you think that maybe it is because you're going after married men? And, you know, this is what happens when you inner child, you don't deal with your inner child. It, you, you pick these unavailable men so that you can then what? Make them your project so that you can then have a challenge to make yourself self-worth again. It's very sad. It's very, very sad. Rukia says, I don't consent to be in anyone's dreams. Thank you, right? I don't consent. We should have that in a, as a mantra tattooed somewhere. <laughs> I do not consent to be in anyone's dream because then all of a sudden you're like, oh, he's thinking about me or she wants me and you're creating these stories. Look, don't go after an unavailable man, period. Deal with your healing. Because that's very, very, very important. And pray for your husband, ladies. Lizzie's saying that too. Absolutely. You know, pray for your husband. Because I believe, well, that's what our ancient ancestors did, right? In any, any ancient Egypt. I have the picture back here. They're always holding on to their man's uh, shoulder. They're the ones that are the protectors. So we have to stop using sexuality as a tool for manipulation, ladies. We are more than welcome to be sexual with our bodies, look beautiful. It's not our fault that our men are programmed to strip us down into porn women, right? They need to healing on that. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is who you are sharing your physical body with, right? And self-worth and not chasing, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Lizzie says, for clarity and strength to know how to draw lines. I've always had this conversation with my husband. You better watch your back, boo. <laughs> Absolutely. I always say that too. And I always say, well, my mom always tells me, cuando tú vienes, cuando tú ya vas, yo ya vengo. That's what she would tell me when I was growing up. When you are thinking of doing something, I already know, and I'm already coming back. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Well, actually, that is one of the powers of a sovereign woman because we're so intuitive. We can sense and we can feel and we can read, you know, the toxic friends, the toxic women. You know, there's a lot of people that have fallen out of my life because of the toxicity. And if, if they're friends that are falling out of your life now, they were hating from day one. That's something that Tupac Shakur, Tupac said himself. So it, it's, it's toxic because we're constantly recreating these opportunities for us to try to make ourselves feel worthy. And we use a, a women 
we use sex to to manipulate and coerce and to sadly to 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 do or to for men to do things that we want them to do and that's you know one of the things that i love about how yogi bhajan explains sex and let me read you this quote because it is so beautiful and there's a lot of sexual healing that women need to do but he says this is a quote that i love about sex so you guys can understand what really happens during it uh, let me pull it up here here it is when a man and a woman have intercourse their yin and yang energies merge and their auras blend it is a purification the two people become a different third person a woman is especially sensitive to the blending of auras if she blends her aura with one person here and another there her aura is imprinted and she cannot hold on to her identity her energy is very sensitive and this merging of auras can have a very destructive effect on her she can become emotionally weakened this is very prevalent in our culture for women sexual freedom should not mean sexual exploitation it should mean sexual preservation choice and reverence on the other hand if there is love commitment and respect between the two people intercourse can have a very positive effect on hers she will feel creative expansive vital and secure and that is the essence of sacred sexuality and when we can honor ourselves in that space and we realize what sexuality truly is for men will heal this whole world will heal it starts with us healing our own wounds so that we can start to heal our daughters and i really really mean this because when you are strong in your identity you're not giving your energy out to everyone else you raise strong daughters and you also raise strong conscious men sons that will respect your daughters because it goes both ways ladies i don't have any daughters but i'm very conscious on the things that i teach my boys and the things that they learn as a, how do you respect a woman and how do i do that by allowing them to see how i allow their father to treat me and to respect me right and again we cannot have a conscious relationship with the conscious man if we're not conscious ourselves and we have to stop using sex and our sexuality to be respected i'm not talking about dress how you want be who you are but don't use it as a tool to get attention be seen and be careful when you're also mixing it with alcohol because everybody becomes just a lot more different with a lot of alcohol or any drugs or things of that nature right and again alcohol and and, and those things they have different effect on different people some people can drink 50 drinks and they're totally okay right so you know your own you know you have friends that you're going to be with tell them after five cut me off girlfriend you know or whatever it takes so that you don't go past those limits of ever exploiting yourself because that's the thing when we stop doing that as women and we heal men are going to follow i promise you that is just part of the gig so 
sexuality, very important for us to respect ourselves, to be conscious about the decisions we're making. Again, there are very many different type of open relationships out there, polyamorous. I respect all of them, you know, gay, lesbian, even three or four, whatever. You do what's good for you as long as everyone's honest, everyone's open. And if you know as a woman that that man is in a relationship or is married, he's already unavailable. He's already unavailable. Stop chasing. Go find yourself somebody that's going to be amazing for you, that is going to lift you up because you're worth it. And the only way that you can actually use these words in your life, ladies, is if we stop bypassing healing our inner child. Because ultimately, all of this is a lot of sexual abuse in women, a lot of trauma, a lot of not being seen, a lot of not being given the love as children. But we can give our own inner child love, right? Lizzie says, I'm excited for Friday. She has a lot to talk about this Friday. <laughs> oh no, I just dropped my coffee too. That means that I should be drinking more water. Yeah, I, it's just so much, you know, it's just important for us to talk about it. Let me turn off my thing. I had to turn off my... Um, my whatchamacallit, my heater, because I have it like at 75 degrees in here. And my leg just fell asleep, so I couldn't even get up. But anyways, yeah, there's a lot to talk about this, ladies. And I'm glad that Lizzie will be able to talk to us more about it as well on Friday. So sexual energy is sacred. It's beautiful. You want to share it because you're going to forget your identity just with anyone out there. Use it in a way that's going to bring you cohesiveness. We also have to release the guilt around sexual energy. That's another thing, if, if, if you're feeling that you're, you're centered and grounded and not necessarily sharing it with everybody, then uh, a lot of it has to just being able to enjoy ourselves, to be able to release guilt, to be able to enjoy the beautiful creation that sexuality is. Some recommendations for you to help you as well. Uh, a lot of the books, Mary Magdalene teaches a lot on sacred energy. Uh, not that she's written books, but there's definitely some really good um, authors out there that uh, that really talk on, on this subject and how she actually, uh, like Isis, Isis is another Egyptian uh, goddess who actually created uh, teachings around sexual energy and how to use it for healing and creation and things of that nature. And of course, if you want to learn more about the SWC method and join us at Satori, we teach this on a monthly basis. It's just part of the inner child healing work that we do. It's part of the SWC method where when we know who we are, we, we get to the root cause, we heal our inner child, reprogram those subconscious programs, and guess what happens? And we don't have to move into this toxic femininity that really prevents us from being who we truly are. So sexual energy is sacred, ladies. Enjoy it and remember that it is pure, very, very pure. So tomorrow we're going to be talking about Toxica number two, subject matter number two. And this is one that all of us have to deal with at one point of our life, which has to do with hustler mentality. And I believe in my heart that brown, black women are dealing with this at an even deeper level because it's toxic in a way how we actually compete, but also the way our ancestors themselves had to deal with this. So this is very deep tomorrow as well. We'll deal with number two and then number three and then Friday we'll bring Lizzie on bar. 
Thank you so much, uh, Satnam, Arugia, and Christina. And thanks for the nail comments. Yes, definitely want to let you know that uh, Lizzie hooked me up on a Sunday. We had brunch at my parents' house, and I got a new nail set. Look at that. And they were so easy to put on, and I love them. Absolutely love them. So don't forget to hit up Lizzie at Vida de Lizzie for your new nail set, ladies. It's March almost. We want to get some new bling bling and I do love these these are white so they go with everything they have all of this right Lizzie look at look at that I really love them really really love them and also don't forget ladies to uh, if you haven't taken my training go to the three-step framework Veronica Berrigan I am take that training I'm gonna revamp it a little bit because there are some really exciting things happening I have been working with this Mercury retrograde on the Sovereign Woman Academy I'm relaunching it again this year We've had 22 women that have graduated from it. I've learned so much on things that really worked, all the things that needed to be changed. I've also been working with some one-on-one -on -one clients, coaching through some deep traumatic things and also expanding my Kundalini Yoga Therapy certification. Again, I'm going back to class this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's gonna be really, really exciting. Um, eventually becoming a therapist as a kundalini yoga therapist so that is my intention and uh, the sovereign woman academy i've been working so diligently on changing everything so excited to share with you all as it as i launch it later this year but it has been an honor i have been connecting to mother earth she has been downloading and, and all the things that have been happening with women and all these different things that have been happening in the last few weeks have helped me so much it's like when you move into the neutral mind and you don't judge and you just have compassion, ladies, the downloads right now and the connection that you can make with divinity, it's just, I get goosebumps, literal goosebumps of just how beautiful it all is. It's all just beautiful, ladies. I promise you that. So Sovereign Women Academy, you'll hear more about that as I launch it again this year. It's going to be definitely for those that are overachievers i'm talking about women that are going to be really ready to do some serious shadow work uh, it is going to take high demand of your energy but it will be your life changing eight weeks that will completely revolutionize your life so that's coming up the later this uh later this not next month uh later at the end of march i'm already forgetting what month we're in we're still in february so stay tuned for that and of course uh, take the training because It'll give you a bit of an overview of what we're talking about. Christina says, so much good stuff. I would love to do a 40-day life sign-on with your community. The 11-minute one I'm doing now is so doable for me with the two little kids. Hopefully one day, yes, Christina, join us. Definitely, we'd love to have you as part of our community. Um, check out the training. One thing that I have not actually announced, and I know this, is, this came up as a question, is that uh, we do have a quarterly also one of the ladies asked me about this um, last year and we were able to do this uh, sovereign planet foundation as you all know we created at my son he he did all of this by himself i'm so proud of him but last year he actually uh, founded a sovereign planet foundation which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization in which 11% of your membership dollars actually go to our projects that we're helping bringing uh, clean water solutions, uh, farm gardens uh, to indigenous people of the world. He's working specifically with the tribe in Peru right now. And through the foundation, we also have quarterly scholarships. So I know the membership will never go on discount. 
it will never be discounted from the price that it is right now. And I feel that it brings so much worth and value. You have three to four classes a week. You have a mentorship and coaching with me, a community. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty extensive and I'm, I'm very proud of everything we offer in there. But one thing we do offer that I haven't even spoken about a lot is our quarterly scholarships. So if anybody is going through any type of like, uh, you know, abundance blockages, or maybe they're, they're not uh, working or somebody that you want to nominate. We actually do do a quarterly scholarship and there is a link that you can go to. It's veronicabarriganiam.com forward slash scholarship. I believe it's actually in the link in my bio as well on, on Instagram. And uh, if, if, if it's something that, that you're going through some hardships, you can apply and fill out your information. We also, uh, we give them out quarterly. And this quarter, I haven't even had to give one out because the new members have been coming in and I, haven't, I forgot to totally mention it to people. So uh, we do have one available for this quarter. We give it out for a quarter and then we review again and see if, if you still need it or not. But just wanted to put that out there because there was something that came up and I totally have been get, forget uh, forgetting to say it. So just go to veronicabarriganiam.com forward slash scholarship or send me a DM and I'll send you the link as well. So just wanted to put that out there. Diane says a member for life. Heck yeah, Diane. We're gonna have to get those shirt too as well. For sure. Thank you for being such a valued member, Diane. We love you so, so much. And thank you for being in Sadna this morning. Nice job. Isn't it amazing when you um, come to Sadna and like your week is completely different. It is not easy to do the 4.30 a.m. I will tell you that. I don't even get up at 4.30 a.m. every day, ladies. I probably, the earliest you'll see me up is like 4.44 in the morning. I do that on purpose, 4.44. Usually at 5 a.m. in the morning. And then, you know, I usually start to meditate around 5, 5.30. But 4.30 a.m. changes your life. It changes your entire day. Lizzie says, we love you, Diane. Member for life. Yeah, and Lizzie has, she's going to be a member for life because she has to. I forced her to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm very proud of you, Lizzie. This is not easy work and you show up and you do the work. And I, that is why your life has changed so much. And you too, Diane. I mean, show up, ladies, you do the work. Guess what? Your life changes. Last thing I'll say, you do Kundalini Yoga SWC work once a week, your body will change. You do the SWC work twice a week, your entire mind will change. If you do the SWC work Every day, like us, your whole entire life will change. That I do promise you. Thank you so much, ladies, for being here. Promise uh, you that this is a very auspicious, beautiful full moon. So get excited. And I'll be back with you tomorrow. Tomorrow is the 23rd. So we will talk about Aquarius, and, or sorry, Venus and Pisces on the 24th. But tomorrow, let's talk about, comp, uh, let's talk about healing our hustler mentality. See you all tomorrow, 10 a.m. Satnam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SESWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.